0: Buenas and half a day to our listeners on Guam and in the CNMI. It's now time for Total Health right here on Joy FM Radio where your questions get answered by health professionals. If you have any health related questions, we would love to hear from you. Call your questions and comments in at 472-1111 or text or WhatsApp 686-9999. If you're in the CNMI, please call 323-1113. Welcome everybody to Total Health.
1: Welcome, everyone. We are back again with our next Total Health show, and we are excited that we have Dr. Ron Rhea. Rhea. Uh, Rhea. Ray. 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 Yeah, Ray. Okay. It's, it's
2: spelled R-E-A. R-E-A. And it sounds like it would be pronounced Ria or Rhea, <laughs> okay. but it's pronounced Ray like R-A-Y.
1: <laughs> can I call you Ron? Would you that can be call easier? Me Ron. That's okay, easier. that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Okay, we have Ron here. And he specializes in exercise physiology. He does a lot about medical nutrition and he's a physical therapist. So we have everything in one. And therefore, we're going to ask you many questions you know, the bad, the ugly, and the beautiful about osteoarthritis. Today, the topic is osteoarthritis, and I'm sure everybody is excited to hear that we're going to address those pains that you have in your knees, and you have in your hips, and sometimes in your back, and oh, rarely in your elbows, uh, shoulders. And I have so many visits of patients that are like, hey, doctor, I have pain there and there. What can we do about it? And, you, you know, for many years, we thought that osteoarthritis is irreversible. Even nowadays, we're kind of uncomfortable with that term. We still think that we, there is not much we can do about it, but there is something we can do about it. What's your
2: take on osteoarthritis, Ron? Well, the first thing is, uh, what is it? And there are lots of different types of arthritis. The two most common types are the rheumatoid arthritis, or RA, or osteoarthritis, or OA, sometimes referred to as DJD, degenerative joint disease. And a lot of people associate that with aging. And so I'm getting older, it's like my joints are going to wear out just like Uh, your tires on your car wear out. And the good news is, uh, there's good news and bad news. Of course, the bad news is that we are living in a world of sin where this is no longer a perfect world and it will only be perfect when we get to heaven. But when we look at what can we do while we're here, there is a lot we can do following the principles that God has laid out in our diet, in our level of exercise, what we do, how we take care of our car, so to speak. Some people you'll see driving down uh, the road in an old car but it looks pristine, well taken care of. They check the engine, they wash it frequently, they wax it, they oil the, the tire, you know, what they the ball bearings or that put oil in their engine they give it a tune-up and so some people take a lot of care in how they take care of their own car or their body and then some people they have a brand new car it's only one or two years old and it looks like it's 20 years old and that's because they don't wash it they don't go get it reg- regularly maintained and checkups and They just kind of drive it into the ground. And we probably have all met somebody on either side of that coin. Someone that takes care of their yard, their house, their car, their body. And how do they dress? Things like that. Now, I'm not talking about dressing fashionably, but I'm talking about being clean clothes, you know, combing your hair, washing your body, things like that. And so the same thing happens in our joints. Same thing happens with our muscles. Same thing happens with our heart and our lungs and our brain. And how do we take care of it? So just like the brain needs exercise to learn to be smarter, the muscles need exercise to be strong and fit. Well, the joints are the exact same way. Now. To the listeners out there, if you had a biology class, you might have seen that when you dissect maybe a cat or a cow or a frog, the muscles are red. That's because the muscles have a good blood supply. Where the tendons and the bones and the cartilage between the bones, they're more white in color. And that's because they don't have a good blood supply. So. When you don't have a good blood supply, the blood supply is a, the lifeline of our body. It brings on the good stuff. I tell my students it brings on the good stuff and takes away the bad stuff. So it keeps everything healthy and repaired the way it should be. Kind of like changing your oil. Now we do have oil in our joints. It's called synovial fluid. Now that oil in our joints is produced by the lining of our joint capsule. So think of two bones come together at the knee, for instance. Oh, I have arthritis in my knees. Well, the two bones, the femur and the tibia come together and where they come together, there's a a cartilage on either bone. And where they come together, that cartilage is what allows it to slide easily. So a healthy joint with healthy, good synovial fluid, or oil in the joint, and healthy cartilage, it's been estimated that that is 200 times more slippery than ice. Oh, wow. But now, imagine if you put one grain of sand between the two ice cubes. Now that doesn't slide so well. It still slides good. but the, And that one little grain of sand now is rubbing around kind of like sandpaper and starting to wear that joint out faster than it would normally uh, wear out. So how does that little grain of sand right. get broken down and absorbed out of that capsule, into the bloodstream, and new oil come in. That's by that little capsule. And that little capsule has a good blood supply. But just like oil, uh, if you've heard about uh, your car, when is the most damaging time that your engine goes through when it's running? When you first start it. They say, oh, start your car up and warm it up. Well, think of your joints. We've got to warm our joints up first. So there is no oil in the cylinders of a car when it's been sitting overnight. All the oil drains down into the oil pan. But when you start up the engine, then that oil gets mixed around through the pistons and in the cylinders. And okay, now I'm ready to go. That same thought process or analogy is we can apply that to our joints. Oh, I warm up first. So, number one is when we move our joints, it bathes our joint surfaces, that cartilage, that osteoarthritis is degenerative condition of that cartilage. So, that cartilage gets bathed in the oil. That synovial fluid. And that's how that cartilage gets its nutrition because it doesn't have a good blood supply. So, its main source of nutrition to give off the bad stuff and take up the good stuff happens when the joint is moving, not at rest. Oh. So, I see your point. With that thought process, then exercise would be good, right? Very much so. But, how much exercise? How much weight should I put on those joints? Joints are made to accept a certain amount of weight and glide very easily. But if we put excessive weight from being overweight, for instance. Now, I'm not talking about 5 pounds, 10 pounds, even 20 pounds. I'm talking if you are 50 pounds, 100 pounds. Imagine you, no matter what weight you are right now, if you were to put on a 50-pound backpack and walk around all day, you would say, oh, I don't think I could do that. You're going to wear your joints out because it's not used to that. It's not made for excessive weight. Or on the other hand, How would you like to go out and walk or run or bike even 100 miles? That's a lot. So we either do too much excessive weight or some people will just do something all day long. I'm not talking about even the occasional marathon. Some people get into running a marathon 26.2 miles. It's a lot, but you don't do that every day. And so your body can repair itself and, okay, we're good. And so that articular cartilage, that hyaline cartilage that is at the end of the bones that connect, that's where we get our our osteoarthritis, that cartilage needs to give off its trash, its waste products, and it needs to absorb the nutrition that's in that joint oil. And when we exercise, what happens is that articular cartilage, that cartilage in our joints, actually gets thicker. It absorbs water that's in the synovial fluid, that joint oil, and says, okay, I'm ready to have gliding and I'm ready, ready to have weight bearing on my joints. And I suck in that nutrition when I exercise. And then when I'm at rest, I shrink back down. And when I shrink back down, I give off my trash. So exercise is one way to keep our joints healthy. And when we come back, we can talk about what is the best type of exercise and what's the best type of nutrition. Wonderful we are going into break that is the music if you have a health question go ahead and give us a call on guam 671-472-1111 in the cnmi 670-323-1113
3: you can text whatsapp signal us 671-686-9999 free from the cnmi we're live on facebook so why not leave your health question on the comment section below and we'll see it right away and we'll get it answered You may be new here. Maybe you've listened for a long time. If you've been LinkedIn for a while, think back to the difference in your life the more you've listened. Maybe your perspective has changed. Maybe there's been a difference in your family. Maybe you're on the journey of your life and our companionship has made you feel more courageous on the bad days. Maybe you'd like to support the very thing that's supporting you. We are Listeners Supported. Joy FM. Family-Friendly
0: Radio. C.J. Mossy and thanks for listening to Total Health on Joy FM. We want to hear from you. Call in with your health-related
4: There's a solution for discouragement that is so simple you won't believe it until you try it yourself. It's easy, and it's free. Call your friends and share the victories you've had in your life. Instead of putting your focus on your problems, talk about the ways you've seen God answer your prayers or something wonderful you've seen Him do in the past. You'll encourage your friends, and you'll be amazed at how you'll feel better about the future. A simple solution. Joy FM, family-friendly radio.
0: See you, and thanks for listening to Total Health on Joy FM. We want to hear from you. Call in with your health-related questions at 472-1111. In Guam or in the Sinemaia, the number to call is 323-1113. Text or WhatsApp us at 686-9999. And now, back to the show.
4: Hi, and welcome back to Total Health Live. My name is Rose Trina Alidak. And today in the studio, we've got Alana Tanova, nurse practitioner. And Dr. Ron Ray, and we're talking about osteoarthritis and nutrition, right?
1: Yes, and before the break, we were about to talk about exercise and medical nutrition and how we can help those amazing joints of ours that we have. Uh, But I have a question before that, Ron. You mentioned that if we have those two slippery surfaces, you know, um, they are gliding very well. But if there is a sand that comes from somewhere, you know, it's going to just wear off, uh, cartilage the slippery surface
2: where does the sand comes from and what do you mean by that well when you have that cartilage and that joint oil that glides so beautifully the way god intended very very slippery again they estimate it to be about 200 times more slippery than ice that's very slippery so how do you wear out something that's 200 times more slippery than ice you don't you don't? You don't. Oh. But that's in a perfect world. How do I keep that healthy? Remember, without that oil in the joint, it can't get nutrition. So now, how do we get those little grits of sand? In the physical therapy world, we call them joint mites. Oh. M-I-T. That's right, mites. Like a mite. Like a real mite. Joint mice. A little bit bigger. And joint rats. <laughs> and Is that the term? Those are the terms that we use in the PT world to kind of like amongst ourselves. Oh, I see. you oh, they got a joint rat. If you got a joint rat, that's really going to uh, catch all the time. And you have pain in your joint. Ah, it catches. And so then when by the time you get to the big pieces of sand that are like rat size, big size, then a lot of times you need surgery to remove those. But if they're just joint mites and just joint mice, well, we can kind of take care of those. Our body can kind of take care of those on its own if we do what we're supposed to do. So, how do we get them in the first place? Right. right. The pity zoo. (laughs) Right. When is the most damaging time of a car's engine? When we first started. All of the oil is down in the oil pan. So when we are just sitting all day, or we're sleeping all night, and we wake up, that joint oil is all down in a pocket somewhere, depending on what position you sleep in. It's not in between the joint surfaces. So as you, a lot of people will know, notice, especially as you get older, when you get up, you feel a little stiff. And then as you kind of warm up and get moving, you go, okay, I'm a little bit better now. And I start to move more freely. It's during that time that did I get the nutrition I needed to my joint surfaces by nutrition? Did I get the nutrition to my joint surfaces by moving, by exercise? And if I didn't, by one or both of those means, then now I'm not a healthy cartilage. Now I'm not as slippery as I should be. And so uh, I'm trying to think of a like chalk. When chalk is dry and you kind of rub it, it's like a, like erasing a chalkboard. The chalk kind of filters in the air and it looks like smoke those are joint mites hmm. m-i-t-e-s joint mites what's the the other the latin word of that? oh they're just little tiny uh, pieces of cartilage okay and so it's wearing down because it's not they don't have good oil in there because they're not eating right they not don't have oil in amongst the two joint surfaces because they're not moving enough and then it starts to degenerate. That's why we in the physical therapy world or the medical field a lot of times call OA osteoarthritis is degenerative joint disease which is a DJD rather than OA. Either name is the same thing. So if I'm exercising, oh, I'm gonna well, I'm gonna go gung ho and exercise, but your joints are not ready. Just like if your muscles are not ready, if you haven't been exercising for three months, you haven't been exercising for three years, and you say I'm gonna just jump up and I'm gonna run a marathon. Everybody knows that that is not a good thing to do, even if we could do it. But they don't think that about their joints. Joints need to be healthy and strong just like muscles need to be healthy and strong to be fit, right? So, I'm going to go walking and I, and lots of people are like this. I'm going to be gung-ho. Where I teach at a university in Southern California and every year we get new students and students from all over the world. And they come here to Los Angeles. It's in the Los Angeles Basin, and they say, "While I'm here, I'm going to run in the LA Marathon." Doctor Ray, will you help me train? And I said, "Oh, sure, I'll help you train." And what is it you want to do? Oh, I want to run in the LA Marathon, and I want—I said, "Do you want to get a certain time?" No, I just want to do it. And I said, "Are you a runner?" And they say, "No," but that's one like—it's my bucket list thing to do. And I said, "Oh." You're not a runner, but you want to run in the L.A. Marathon. You realize that's 26.2 miles. And they say, yeah, oh, don't worry about that, Dr. Ray. I am going to train every day. I'll do whatever it takes. But you're not a runner. No, I'm not a runner. Well, what you're going to do is you're going to destroy your muscles. They'll recover because, remember, muscles are red. And they got lots of blood. But your tendons... And your joints are going to suffer and there's going to be some damage. And so one of the first injuries that are seen by doing too much, right? Too much weight or too many miles or too much too soon are the two biggest common errors. And then you get the itises. You get osteoarthritis. Itis means an inflammation. And they get uh, what they call... uh, Achilles tendonitis, patellar tendinitis, shin splints, plantar fasciitis, these are all itises of tendons. And these tendons say, I can't take this. It's too much too soon. And they get they get inflamed. So when the tendons get inflamed, what's happening to the joints? They are wearing out and all that dust, like sawdust, when you sand a piece of wood. And it degenerates a little bit, and that's how we get those little teeny things we call joint mites, those little pieces of sand. And then those perpetuate, it's like a snowball effect, that makes it worse and worse and worse. So we get an inflammatory response. And that inflammatory response can be exaggerated by trying to exercise on top of it, like I don't care, I'm hurting, no pain, no gain, right? Right. Or it's exaggerated by our diet. And so diet becomes a big deal. Exercising too much too soon becomes a big deal. So we want to encourage people to exercise, but we don't want to encourage people to get up, oh, you've been a couch potato for... Five years, let's get up and run a marathon together. Now that's going to do some damage. So we say, why don't we gradually start walking one block, walking two blocks, walking a half a mile, walking a mile. Hey, let's jog for a quarter mile and then walk a quarter mile. Let's jog a half a mile, then walk a half a mile let's jog three quarters of a mile and pretty soon we are jogging five miles, you know, whatever you decide you want to do. Uh, Let's walk briskly for a half an hour. Well, why don't we start off with 10 minutes, then work up to 15 minutes, then work up to 20 minutes, and just slowly that way we don't damage our tendons, we don't damage our cartilage, and we don't initiate that initial osteoarthritis, the beginnings, the genesis of it.
1: Okay, Ron, um, you know, not all of us are so smart and uh, know how to take care of our bodies. And all of us, in one or another way, have damaged our joints by doing too much and too soon. And I can relate to that. I've tried all the you know, triathlons and marathons <laughs> when I wasn't really that fit. Uh, so when we start this damaging process, Tell me, is there good news? Can I do something to reverse it or I am doomed? <laughs> yes.
2: So when you exercise, when you stress the muscle, they get a little bit inflamed. Have you ever been sore? No. Oh, have been a little stiff. Right? There's a little bit of acceptable, hey, I've pushed my body because I'm trying to get more fit. And that's okay. Your body is very well designed to overcome that mild inflammatory response. But we have what we know in the field of nutrition called the SAD, S-A-D diet. It's very sad for those people that eat that diet. It makes them feel happy temporarily. But the SAD diet, for those of you that have not heard that term, is S-A-D stands for the Standard American Diet. And the Standard American Diet it's a lot of sweet soft drinks, coffee, fried foods, high fat, cholesterol, animal products and byproducts uh, that we eat every day. All of these are highly inflammatory. What that means is when they go into our digestive tract, it causes an exaggerated Inflammatory. So if you had some osteoarthritis in your knees, it will make that osteoarthritis in your knees seem that much worse. Like, oh man, my arthritis is really acting up today. If you've heard people say that. And what has really happened is that their osteoarthritis that they have... And we all have a little bit. If you've ever walked up the stairs or you feel your ankles or your knees when you get up in the morning or you bend over to tie your shoes, a little bit of snap, crackle and pop. So we all are degenerating in this sinful world. But our bodies are well designed to take care of that if we do not eat an inflammatory diet or the standard American diet. And that's what I really want to spend the last half an hour of the program talking about dietary changes. I'll talk a little bit about exercise because to me, you can't separate exercise and diet. If you have one, you have the other. So on the second half of this hour, we'll really focus on the nutritional aspect
1: yes because I'm very curious I know what the joints don't like I don't I know that they don't like the sad diet but I'm curious what do the joints like to
2: eat ah that's a plant-based diet and we're going to talk about that in the second half of the hour what is the plant-based diet what is this vegetarian vegan what's the difference between a vegetarian and a vegan or a plant-based? You can be a vegan and eat nothing but Oreo cookies. Right. So there is uh, what we say the fit and the counterfeit. (laughs) A
1: little bit more of that after the break.
4: If you have a question, go ahead and call it in. If you're calling from Guam, call us at 671-472-1111. That's 671-472-1111. If you're calling from the CNMI, call us at... 670-323-1113. 670-323-1113. That's 670 uh, 323 Send us a message via text, via WhatsApp, via signal at 671-686-9999. That's 671-686-9999. And if you're tuned in via Facebook, go ahead and leave your question in the comment section below or send it to us via messenger and we'll get back to you. Don't go anywhere. Total Health Live will be right back. You could have a break today, or you could find encouragement for those non break kind of days. You could do exactly what you want today. Or you could notice the need of a neighbor and offer help. You could say, that's not my problem. Or you could recognize a struggle and pray for a solution. You could. You can. You should. There are times you could use a shift in your thinking. And we work that kind of shift. We are supported by you. Joy
5: FM, family-friendly radio. Does hope sparkle? I mean, we've heard people say they're looking for a glimmer of hope. Is that glimmer visible? Not always, I guess. But there are times we see that reflection of hope in the eyes of children, in the unexpected joy that comes when someone visits a nursing home, when a grown child returns home to see their parents. The Bible tells us that hope is the anchor of the soul. It is that one thing that keeps us tied down when our emotions want to toss us out of control. Don't mistake this. Life is hard. Hope can be hard to find. But God is the author of hope, and he hands it out free of charge. Stop trying to prove you can handle this on your own. We always get more than we can handle. That way, we can learn who to turn to. His name? Jesus. Hold on to his hope. Joy FM. Family Friendly Radio. JoyFMRadio.net.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to Total Health on Joy FM. Call in with your health-related questions to 472-1111 in Guam. If you live in the CNMI, we want to hear from you, too. Call 323-1113 or text or WhatsApp us at 686-9999. And now, here's more Total Health.
4: Hi, and welcome back to Total Health. My name is Rose Trina, and in the studio we have Elena Tanova, nurse practitioner, and Dr. Ron Ray. Today we're talking about osteoarthritis and nutrition, and I believe we were talking about diet right before we went to the break.
1: Yes, Ron, please, without further ado, <laughs> we would like to
2: know what those joints really like to eat. All right, so I don't want to leave out any of the listeners. This is, I'm going to be talking to the young person that injured their knee or their back or their shoulder or the older person that has severe osteoarthritis and somewhere in between the person that feels like, oh, my knees or my hips or my back, it feels like it's getting worse and worse and worse. So I know that a lot of people will look at me and say, oh, you don't have to worry about that. You are fit, you're thin, you're healthy, and you take good care of yourself. Remember, we all grew up with the lack of knowledge about nutrition, at least for most of us. Oh, some of us, yeah. we knew our wrong information, right? Yes. And so I'll give you one example of myself. Uh, I play a lot of basketball and a lot of beach volleyball. Those are my two sports. I met my wife uh, when we were on both on the college basketball and volleyball team. <laughs> and so... Uh I thought, well, I'm fit. I'm staying fit. I'm doing what's healthy. But I didn't always eat what I kind of knew I should. But this is before I finished college and knew more about nutrition and what nutrition uh, effects have on your health. So my wife was getting her doctorate. Uh, I think she was getting her first doctorate. She, my, do, my wife is very educated. She is, she, she has a lot of degrees. But she was constantly on me about caffeine. Mm-hmm. So I was taking caffeine in and, and high amounts of sugar. Because so I was a, as she would put it, a Pepsi-aholic. <laughs> I drank a lot of Pepsi. And so I would exercise and then I would have a Pepsi which seems good, like, oh, that's fluids, but really it's making you more dehydrated than you were in the first place. In fact, she showed me some research if you drank eight ounces of coffee, that you would need four times that amount of fluid in water just to break even as far as your hydration status. So remember, we're talking about joint oil, and joint oil needs to be viscous, it needs to um, flow well and so you want to be very well hydrated. So water is another topic in and of itself but I can give you that hydration part of the nutrition in one statement. You should be drinking water all day long. You can take an hour off after you eat of drinking water but the best way to tell if you are drinking enough water is that your urine when you go evacuate in the toilet should be a very light pale yellow. If it's a dark yellow, you are dehydrated already. So that's just a quick analogy of saying, am I drinking enough water? So I was starting to have some ankle and knee and hip arthritis. I thought, oh, you know, I turned 40, I'm getting older, and uh, I, I wasn't always a doctor. I actually started out as a high school teacher. Yeah. So then I went back to college a second time to go into physical therapy and get my doctor of science degree and start teaching these courses in exercise and nutrition. So this is before kind of my knowledge. I mean, I kind of knew it wasn't good for you, but I didn't care. I was going to have it anyway. And a lot of us go that route. My wife said, why don't you do a test? Because she would have me research after research. It's one thing is knowledge. And the next thing is putting it into practice. Go off of caffeine and your sugar, go off of Pepsi for one month and see what happens. Now, we lived in a two story house and every morning I barely make it down the stairs. But once I warmed up, like I talked about earlier, I felt pretty good. And next thing I know, I was playing basketball again and do, next, wake up the next day stiff and arthritis. Anyway, four days, four days after stop, I stopped drinking Pepsi. I go, oh, wow, I feel much better. Now, I had the initial, for some of you that come off of caffeine, I had the initial two or three days of headaches. But by day four, I started to feel better. Oh, wow. After one week, I was running up and down the stairs in the morning like I had no arthritis. So we all have arthritis, whether you have an injury, whether you have severe arthritis, whether you're somewhere in between that spectrum, you're middle-aged. But what makes it inflamed above and beyond and gives you the pain is the excessive inflammation that comes from your diet. Not enough water, too much sugar, right? Smoking increases, decreases the circulation so you get rid of the inflammation slowly. And you have the fried foods, you have the dairy products, all of these, that sad standard american diet cause that excessive inflammation so you say all right what do i do to get rid of it and i already talked about the first one drinking water number 2 is i need to be plant based now what is the difference between a vegetarian a vegan and a plant based diet person so do you have an idea
1: Vegetarian is the one that can consume uh, over-lactose products. So you can eat eggs, you can eat milk, uh, Mm -hmm. but no flesh, no meat. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Vegan is a person that avoids all those.
2: Yes. So for the listeners, there are all different levels. And I live in California, which is the capital of every Granola bar eating, you know, <laughs> healthy, healthy person yeah, you've ever heard of. It's, they all kind of gather there in California. So although there are different levels of vegetarianism, we have vegetarianism, we have lacto-ovo vegetarians, which they, they can eat the eggs and the milk, but not the other products. And so vegetarians basically don't eat the animal itself but they can eat the animal products such as cheese, milk, eggs, things like that. Then you have a vegan. A vegan avoids any animal or animal product. So they will not eat any meat. They will not eat any cheese, sour cream, uh, milk, uh, eggs. They will not eat any animal or animal product. Then you have, a, but you could exist on Oreo cookies, and you're not. There's no animal products in Oreo cookies at yeah. all, yeah. so you're a vegan, like Pepsi and chips. Pepsi and chips. <laughs> I would have loved that, right? But then we like to use the term because vegetarian and veganism have kind of a stigma to it. They do, unfortunately. Uh, but there are some people that take it to the extremes. I won't even wear leather, let alone eat animal products. I won't wear anything that has to to do with the death of an animal. Then we have the plant-based, and this is what we call biblical, because I will give unto you every seed-bearing fruit, your grains, right, to eat. To you it will be meat, meat in the Bible, was another word they used for food. So we are eating not Oreo cookies, but we are eating plants. And so that's why they say plant-based. It's not that you have to only eat plants themselves, but that is the basis of your entire meal. So any greens that you eat leafy greens. It doesn't matter what kind of leafy green you eat. You may, My wife and I love cabbage. We like to shred cabbage and put in our burritos. I love it too. And although that sounds at, to me at first, oh, I'm not going to eat that, it's actually pretty good. It's more crunchy than lettuce and it's a little bit more nutritious than lettuce. And so we do a little bit of both. A little bit of uh, lettuce, a little bit of cabbage and put in our burritos when we make burritos. But, this plant-based diet has been shown over and over and over again to reduce inflammation. It's an like taking it's better than taking an anti-inflammatory pill. So this reduces the inflammation. Now, Americans, right, and here in Guam, we are not at an official state, but you are an American, we like a quick solution. Can I take a pill? And I get that all the time in my clinical practice. It's like, well, can't you just do this one exercise and then be fine? Can I do just this one? How little can I make? Yes, the grapefruit diet, right? There's all kinds of diets that come out of California, Florida, New York, there's all kinds of diets. But what you want to look at is what was God's original intent for the human race? He planted a garden for Adam and Eve. And in that garden was all kinds of fruits and grains and nuts to eat. And so, if we're eating these, these, remember, when we exercise, we create a little bit of inflammation. We may injure ourselves. We create a little bit more inflammation. We over exercise like we do a marathon. A little bit more inflammation, but our diet, if it's plant-based, think of color. Uh, We have a friend in Loma Linda where we live, my wife and I live. She has a channel, it's called Colorful Cooking. And so when you cook a meal, or I like to say prepare a meal, because you're not cooking everything. You try to pack in colors, purples and oranges and reds and all different shades of green. You can't help but get everything the body needs and that plant-based diet is like a cold pack to an injured joint. You've got some pain, put an ice pack on it. Cools down the inflammation. And the last 15 minutes of this uh, presentation, I want to talk about more specific, some supplements that might boost it. Again, not the answer, but may help speed the process up. And what diet should I follow? Uh, The paleo diet, the keto diet, there's all kinds of Atkins diet. (laughs) And uh, there's a lot of um, diets out there. Right.
4: And that's the music, so we'll go ahead and go to break. We've only got about 15 minutes left of today's show, so if you have a question, call it in during the break. Call us at 671 472 That's 671 472 if you're calling from Guam. In the CNMI, call us at 670 323 That's 670 323 1113. Send us a message via text, via WhatsApp, via signal at 671-686-9999. That's 671-686-9999. It's free from the CNMI. And if you're tuned in via Facebook, we are live right now. So go ahead and leave a question or comment in the comment section below. Um, Or send us a question via Messenger and we'll get right back to you. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this break.
3: measures have a beginning middle and end and they're so judgy they point out when something is too long or too short they can detect when something is a unique size because they have little lines that pinpoint accuracy anyone who has a tape measure can tell a lot by the measurements they find god is your tape measure and he measures accurately what you lack he can fix he can make you just right from joy fm
2: One, two...
3: When it comes to life, are you playing hide-and-seek? Feeling like you're hiding in life and God isn't coming to find you?
5: Three, four...
3: You know that feeling. You hear the other kids getting found. You have that anxiousness that any moment someone's going to come around the garage wall and discover you. But time drags on, and you wonder if you've been forgotten.
2: Five,
3: six... It's at that time you need to remember Jeremiah 29, verse 13... Not the famous verse 11 that talks about the plans God has for you, but verse 13, which says, You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you.
1: Eight, nine, ten.
3: God hasn't forgotten you. The time of so-called hiding may be his way of helping you seek with all your heart. getting ready for something greater than you can imagine. And get ready, because you're soon going to hear him say,
2: Ready or not, here I come.
3: A message to encourage you. From Joy FM, family-friendly radio, joyfmradio.net.
0: And we're back with more Total Health. Give us a call with your medical questions. Number to call in Guam is 472-1111. If you're in the scene of Mind, the number to call is 323-1113. Or you can text or WhatsApp us at 686-9999. Now back to the program.
4: Day and welcome back to Total Health Live. My name is Rose Trina, and I'm here in the studio with Alana Tanova, nurse practitioner and Dr. Ron Ray. Uh, we've only got a few minutes left of the show, so let's jump right in.
2: All right. We left off with uh, wanting to talk about specifics about nutrition and some of the supplements. We did have a question come in about chondroitin and glucosamine. These are common s- supplements used for joint health. And I don't even say that they are good or bad. They, I haven't, I tried some of those. Uh, I couldn't really tell the difference if they helped, but I have had patients that will say, oh yes, they have helped me tremendously. So this comes through, the, the best analogy I can give for that is, if a person, let's say you, lack vitamin C somehow in your diet, and I don't. And then you take, say, a vitamin C tablet, and you feel so much better. And you say, Ron, you've got to take vitamin C. It's the only way to go. And I take a vitamin C. I wasn't lacking in vitamin C. So when I take vitamin C, I don't really notice a change. I said, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Vitamin C didn't help me. So, it's very hard to be specific with um, ergogenic aids, things that help nutrition, vitamins, minerals, some of these supplements that are good for health because not everybody has the same deficiencies. My wife has a vitamin D deficiency if she doesn't take a supplement or make sure that she gets it specifically in her diet. And so she needs to be careful about vitamin C because her body doesn't make vitamin C that well. Even when she's out in the sun, she's not making vitamin D very well. I, on the other hand, no problem. And so her taking vitamin D really keeps her at optimal health. And so I'm not against supplements. And and so when I talk from here on out, Again, I don't want you to think I'm against supplements, but you want to make sure that a supplement for one person will not get the same results for that or the same results for another person because we all have our own deficiencies. Okay, with that being said, if taking glucosamine or chondroitin helps you, there is nothing wrong with taking chondroitin or glucosamine. There is nothing wrong with taking a vitamin uh, D supplement. Vitamin D is very, very important in a lot of functions in the body. Um, B12 is another vitamin that they say, oh, but if I don't eat meat, I heard that if you were a a vegan or a plant-based vegetarian, you lack in vitamin B12. Well, yes and no. Take a supplement. How much do you need to take? You take one uh, standard uh, vitamin B12 uh, a week. You'll be get all the vitamin B12 you need. But remember, some people really lack vitamin B12. We can make the body can make it a little bit. And so, how healthy is your gut flora? How how well are you in producing your own? Do I need a supplementation? And so that can be done by blood work. Most people don't have the money or the means to get the blood work done. And so the best advice I can give them is stick to a plant-based diet. You're not gonna go wrong. So let's talk about what that means. Ron, I want to be healthy. I've got arthritis. It doesn't matter if I've injured my joint. We call that traumatic arthritis. I'm wearing and tearing arthritis, that's the osteoarthritis that we get as we age. And I have a lot of inflammation, specifically in my hip or my knee or my back, and it causes me not to be able to exercise. Well, there is a happy medium. You've got to reduce the inflammation first so that you can exercise. But exercise, or the lack of exercise is going to make your arthritis worse year after year after year than if you exercise with a little bit of pain. So we have some research to show that. So how do I exercise? Non-weight bearing exercises. Don't run. Walk. If you can't walk, ride a bicycle. If you can't ride a bicycle, swim. Get the joints moving so that the, synovial fluid, that joint oil, mixes through your joints and keeps them as healthy as possible. Two, I need to eat right, plant-based. What should I eat, Ron? I don't like salad. Well, salad is not the end-all, end-all. I don't particularly want to eat a plateful of lettuce and say, that's my meal. Lots of meat eaters, carnivores, people that eat meat, say, oh, vegetarians or vegan or plant-based people, what they do is I'm going to remove the meat from my plate and whatever is left on my plate, that's what they eat. That is not true at all. We do want to eat the leafy greens. You do want to have a salad, but that is not the only thing that should be on your plate. So we want to say, I want some starch. Oh, I I thought starch was bad. Well, starch is in potatoes, not the French fried potatoes, a baked potato. The potato is a very healthy piece of food. It's what we put on the potato that makes it unhealthy. The sour cream, right, the cheese, um, the bacon chips, Find other things. One of the things I like to do is get double starch and I I will put a, a bean medley. I cook different types of beans and then I bake a potato, slice it open, and I pour the beans or a little chili on top. And that is very satiating. That means it makes me feel like I'm full. Then I have a salad with that. I can have some corn on the cob. I can have some sprouts with my salad. But a salad is not just lettuce. Make a salad that's fun to eat. So my best friend is here with me and we made a salad together a couple nights ago. Uh, We had grated carrots. We had chopped red onion, chopped green onion. We had the, we get the organic medley of all different types of lettuce uh, in, and we chopped that up. We did some olives, I'm trying to think what else, oh, chopped cucumber, chopped celery, Um, we put some little nuts on top, and it was a wonderful salad. That is going to be an anti-inflammation diet. And I challenge you, just like my wife challenged me, get off the coffee. (laughs) Try to Stop Smoking. And the Seventh-day Adventist Clinic here on Guam has, my wife just finished a Stop Smoking Clinic, and she just uh, is finishing up this week the New Start program that teaches you how to eat. So for those of you that are interested, that are at least here on Guam can do that. Those of you are out there, they do have a book that I would recommend. It's called The Full Plate Diet. And I went on that diet it's not a diet in the way that you think of a diet. But what it does is it fills your plate full. And I have never eaten so much in my life and I have never not finished my plate. That sounds really good. Yes, and I was so stuffed, I told my wife I cannot eat anymore. <laughs> and I lost weight. Oh wow, this is and what we want to yes. hear. Yes, and my knees and my hips, and my ankles, because I play a lot of basketball, uh, I don't have any pain in my joints anymore. And that ha- that has been, I actually just turned 60 in March. And that was 20 years ago that my wife gave me that challenge. And so, yes, it takes, well, for me it took about three days to the side effects of the headaches and stuff to go away from the caffeine. But uh, I know stopping smoking is difficult uh, i know to not eat meat may be difficult uh, start small right so ron do you uh, try to
1: challenge us that we can live up to 100 years and we can enjoy uh, not to be like pain free
2: the research shows that if you take care of your body and the joke goes for the guy that was not very healthy, he said, if I knew I was going to live so long, I would have taken better care of myself. <laughs> but uh, the research shows that we can live up to 120 years old if we are taking care of our oh, body wow. from their teenage years all the way through. But we can you always start? A, lots of pesticides, lots of herbicides, lots of genetically modified foods these days. So it is getting harder and harder. Um,
1: and in the Bible, God has predicted for us to live that way. You know, in John 10, 10, it says, I came here to give you life and to give you life abundantly. God wants us to be happy, to be healthy, to live longer. And if we do suffer from some conditions, uh, please join our New Start programs. It's never late to start anew.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Thank you for being here, Ron. We learned so much from you. It's a pleasure having you here. I'm going to take care of my car, and I'm going to take care of my body.
2: Yes.
4: (laughs) Thank you, Dr. Ray, and thank you, Elena, for coming in today. And thank you as well to everybody that's listening and supporting Joy FM and Total Health. Total Health Live is on every Wednesday from 5 to 6 p.m. Come back again next week for more Total Health Live.
0: Be sure to check with your doctors before making any sudden life changes discussed today. Total Health is brought to you in partnership with Guam 7-Day Adventist Clinic, where health is their mission. We look forward to seeing you next Wednesday. Thank you and see Masi for listening to Total Health right here on Joy FM.